Welcome to Entrepreneurship is a Marathon, a podcast about how you can grow a profit-producing, purpose-driven business without burnout. We don't need more people starting businesses. We need more people continuing. Each week, we'll deliver the latest and greatest tips, tricks, and strategies for you to revive, grow, and scale your business. Now, here's your host, consultant, professor, and the business defibrillator, Vanessa Zami. How to retire from your business intentionally. We'll be going into tonight your real end state. One of my clients this lovely season of fall um, has been in business for 10 plus years and she's on this mission. She's at a place in her business where she's sticking through that end state of, you know, her and her husband, you know, chilling in Iceland or warming it up in the Bahamas while her design store, her brick and mortar store and her design business is operating without her being physically there, right? Working and running her business without her actually being in the business. So tonight is about the tips and tricks that I'm navigating through with her and the top three areas of business that you need to look at to make this happen for yourself as well. If you're at this stage of your business, or let's say you're not at this stage of your business yet, or you've been thinking about that retirement phase, but looking at how do you ensure that you get yourself to that stage so that those three areas can set yourself up for success even when you're working toward that time of financial freedom because ultimately that's what you're doing right ultimately you're working on your business to make an impact at the same time to get income at the same time to then really get the freedom that you so deserve so you can be happy and fulfilled and enjoy all areas of your life as well right when it comes to it's not just about the business it's about the the business the life the family all the things in between and so we'll be going into that tonight how to retire from your business intentionally while still having that business go so what are we going to tonight how to retire from your business intentionally. So with that being said, right, that was essentially my one. We launched my YouTube channel. The reason why it's even like a bigger one because essentially I've been thinking about this for many, many um, like at least over a year um, in terms of this YouTube channel and I'm making excuses on, well, this, this, there's that, but what about this, what about that, right? And then finally, last week was like, we're just gonna make it happen. Cool, and 24 hours later it happened. Um, well, in between networking calls and all this stuff, and one-on-ones and clients and all that jazz. But essentially it happened and it got going as 24 hours, even within all that. And I still got my eight hours of sleep. Uh, but essentially with that, right, launch a YouTube channel. So subscribe for even more content and more information to get updates on episodes as they release. And also continue watching Entrepreneurs the Marathon here live on Facebook and LinkedIn every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, right? So tonight is about how to retire from your business intentionally, right? It's not about quitting on your business. It's not about quitting your business. It's about how to retire from your business intentionally. So those who are new to like, what does it that even do, right? Um, but essentially, how did this come about? So one of my clients this season, worked with several clients this season, but essentially they all come like different, different forms. I was telling someone yesterday, describing all my clients to them. They were like, so how do you summarize that? Um, the thing is that it's just essentially help people take care of their life and their business, right? The business of Fibrillator is who I am. Um, but really one of my clients essentially this season working on, she's in business for 13 years specifically, and this is a, a major feat and accomplishment. Let's applaud her. Yes, absolutely. And brick and mortar business, right? And for her, she's now thinking about, she has to think about essentially how does she continue the business, continue her mission that she's looking to help, you know, people design their homes and feel more comfortable in their home on a regular basis and bring more of their authentic selves into that space and, or even events or whatever it may be, right. But being that sort of design hub for people and in her market. And so, but essentially she's also thinking about now, okay, she's been in business for 13 years. What's next, right? What is that next chapter for her and her family, her husband, her grown kids, her kids are now fully grown, right? One of them is helping her in her business. Um, and that will probably get past the who knows. But essentially, it's like thinking about what is that next phase and how to achieve now where she is today to getting to that state where she doesn't have to actually be working in the business, right? but she can just work on the business and have it still flow and go and just grow as well too, right? And so 
what we're doing is we're going to go into tonight, this episode here on the top three areas and the top three tips and tricks um, for you and for you to also DIY it yourself in a sense. And the most dagger to my heart is every time I see, you know, an entrepreneur who's working on their business and they get so overwhelmed. And what happens a lot with overwhelm, if you've been in the space, is that it leads you to inaction, right? It leads you to not take action, essentially, right? That overwhelm inhibits you from actually moving forward because essentially you're like, there's so much to do. What am I going to do? Right? You're like, I don't know what to do because there's so much to do, right? Or you're thinking to yourself, you know, there's a reason why there's so much to do, maybe because it's just me, right? Or I haven't done the things I need to do, right? Or maybe you're thinking to yourself, essentially, at the end of the day, that overwhelm just leads to frustration and discouragement on how successful your business can be and what is and how successful you can like reach your actual vision. So what we don't want to happen, that happen, is you quitting on your business or putting it on pause, right? Mm-hmm. So I love working with my clients to help them underwhelm their overwhelm and really help them take care of themselves while taking care of their business and making sure that it all comes together, right? Because there's no separation. We talked about it yeah, last week because you can't separate your business and personal. It's just not a thing. Um, but how can you make them work in sync? and work together right so that you can really re-strategize rebuild regrow and scale your business at the next to the next level right and so three arrows you'll need to fix to make this vision happen so i'm helping my clients with essentially getting her to a vision of that retirement what that looks like is these three main areas right and the first one being i hope you have notes pen and paper and all the things um but the first one being essentially build a reliable team right build a reliable team and what that looks like is, essentially, and what does that mean, right? You need, you need to have a reliable team, essentially, at the end of the day. Because if you're still finding yourself, you know, panicked, and let's say you have a team of people, but you're still checking back in with them every now and again, right? That means that there's limited trust in what it is that you actually believe can happen, right? Um, what they, that they can do, such you kind of being a micromanager. I don't know if you've been in the, if you were in a corporate space prior, if you ever worked for anyone, but you didn't like micromanagers, right? And chances are you might be exhibiting a little bit of that, right, for your business. Or sometimes, essentially, in the case of my client, where they, you have reliable people, but you're not necessarily identifying them. They're not really standing out to you as much. And for her, it was sort of like, okay, you had some parts of the business where there were unliable people, some parts of the business where there were liable people, right? But there were gems. So gems on her sales team, right? And so we're working to essentially, how do we optimize those gems and get them going? And so for you, essentially, you will either need to hire new people, right, onto your team, or just hire people in general. So you don't even have a team, right? So you just need to hire people in general. Or you need to hire new people, which means and fire some some people, which is difficult. But when you so you got to take out the trash in order to see the treasure. Sometimes sometimes you got to take out the trash to make room for the treasure. Right? Think about hoarders. It's like they can't quite get any sort of new special treasure in because they just have a whole bunch of trash. Right? And sometimes it's not even trash; it's treasure. They can't even see the treasure because it just looks like a whole bunch of trash. And so you have to take out the trash in order to see the treasure. So sometimes you'll have to fire and hire new people, um, and and or promote or train someone from within who's already a gem to serve as the lead of the next group of people as well too, right? So that you don't have to worry about it. And these are BTW, as I have told you, right? The name of the show is Entrepreneurship is a Marathon. So these are not, I'm gonna do this today and life is, and now I'm gonna retire tomorrow, right? This is not that, right? This is not, I'm gonna, you know, hire a new team like in 48 hours and then now I will be able to retire on Monday. Like, no, right? There's onboarding, there's adjusting, there's training people. And so this is definitely not a like, you know, retire quickly type of plan. Entrepreneurship is not retire quickly type of plan. It's retire quicker than perhaps you would have in another route. But it's definitely not a retire quickly type of plan, right? And so I want to keep that in mind. And so, but essentially one, build a reliable team. Number two, shift your thoughts to outsourcing delegation, right? So make a shift in your mind to start outsourcing and delegate. Want an in-depth business strategy class? Head on over to yourbusinessrevival.com and sign up for the next live class. Now, back to the show. What do I mean by that? A lot of people, and a lot of my clients, right, I work with high-achieving, ambitious, 
entrepreneurs, CEOs, all the things, right? Even those who are doing it while doing their day job, right? They've made it a certain level in their career and they decide to start their business and make it happen. And, you know, but now they're frustrated and discouraged by how successful their business is. And however, they had the funds in order to outsource and delegate, right? So let's say, let's say you've already been a full-time entrepreneur for a while and now you're thinking about that whole outsource and delegation or you think about essentially you have a lot of funds that you can outsource and delegate, right? You need to shift your thoughts to outsource and delegation. And so you may recall perhaps when you started your business, maybe one year, two years, five years, 10 years ago. And at some point in time, you wanted other people to do things, right? You wanted to hire all the things, all the people to like come and do stuff. And so you're talking to contractors and freelancers and, you know, maybe some like assistants and interns, all that jack, right? But then you look at your budget and you're like, well, I'm not making enough money. I'm making like 500 a month or 1K a month or zero a month, right? And, but now you're making 10K a month, 15K a month, right? Or even 5K. And the fact is that now you've got the months, right? To outsource and delegate. And so look at what you're doing in your business and understand who else needs to do it. <laughs> That's not you, right? So look at what you're doing in your business, understand who else needs to do it and then get them to do it, okay? Um, in my client's case with her brick and mortar and soon to be omni-channel brand, you know, I've connected her with some of those people, right? So something as simple as she doesn't like going bookkeeping. And so getting her to get a, a reputable bookkeeper. There's another client I know where she is really having trouble. She has to like do a lot of fundraising and writing all that jazz, but balancing that with her actual professional day job is becoming a lot, right? And in her mind, it's like she kind of, it's sort of like someone hasn't really told her she, she's ready to essentially just outsource that, right? And give it to someone else, right? She had a poor experience in the past of giving it to someone else. And maybe you've had that experience where you outsource at some point in time and it just didn't work out well. Right. And so now perhaps you just shut that idea off of your mind of just, okay, I'm going to outsource this thing. You outsource it. It didn't work. Now you're like, nope, not even, not even in advantage. Like we're not even going to think about outsourcing that. But I urge you right now, today is the time for you to outsource that, right? You're looking to retire from your business intentionally. Then you just start thinking about how to outsource and delegate the things that you, someone else can do. Right. And something I told my client a few days ago, the one who um, was essentially also doing her day job business is that for her, she's, had her separate business, typically a nonprofit organization, um, for seven years. And for her, she had the space where she has gotten a lot of funding and such to actually support other people, whether it's part-time, full-time, whatever it may be, but being able to support other people to support her, right? And so, but what I told her is that, you know, at any given, and then she was essentially at the space where she was also having the mindset issue of like, well, maybe I don't really, like, how do I transition the business, right? So that's a discussion, how do you transition the business? So let's say you're trying to do an exit strategy. So maybe you're not looking to actually still own your business. You're looking to sell your business. Guess what? Someone only wants to buy an automated business, right? If you're looking to sell your business, they're going to be wanting to look at what do you have in place for them to not have to do that much work, <laughs> okay? They can just buy the business and the business will just operate at least 80% of the time, right? Um, they might have to fix some stuff, et cetera, whatever it may be. But generally, when someone's looking to buy a business, that's what they're looking for, right? That it's at least as seamless as it could be. <laughs> so they don't have to do that much effort, right? Otherwise, they might as well start their own business, right? And so with that being said, whatever stage you're in, whether you are looking to retire, does not work on your business, but still own your business, or if you're looking to actually sell the business, have someone else own it, you want to be thinking about how can you have other people doing stuff that's not you, right? How can essentially the business be not relying on you? And that means it's other people doing stuff, right? It's other people doing stuff. And, you know, at some point in time, you'll get to the space where you do get like a, another president or another CEO or, you know, of the business. And you, you, you're kind of like the founder title. You're not even founder or CEO, you're founder and then someone else is the CEO, right? And so that is like the, the sort of pinnacle space there if you're looking to still own your business. But right now, thinking about not even just the CEO space, but just even the, the marketing thing. So the HR stuff, the operations, the system, the tech, all that stuff, right? Um, but think about all that stuff, right? And well, who else can do it? Because chances are, now, something my kind of a couple of days ago, right? But chances are there's someone else who can do it and who has a business around doing it and who would love to get paid to, to do it for you, right? So just in short, and so I'll say that's pretty much it, right? Even 
there are people who will do laundry for you, right? Your personal life, people who do laundry for you, there are people who will, you know, like cook for you. And so there are people who will drive you around and right. And so just like that in your business, there are people who will do your finances for you. There are people who will hire for you. There are people who will, you know, be that customer service salesperson in the store. There are people who will close up shop, open up shop for you, right? And so really think about all the things that you do in your business and what are you ready to ask for some delegate? And for my client that I'm working with, Right now, when she's in that season, the one I mentioned earlier in this episode, right, where she has that store, Tempo, so you're seeing about what does it look like for her and her husband to leave, right? We're going through an actual, like, plan of how to hire, because you don't just want to go, I'm just going to hire, like, all these 10 people tomorrow, voila, right? This is not, no, it'll be strategic and intentional, right, about who you're hiring, when you're hiring them, the onboarding process, and all that jazz, right? Because you also don't want to fall into the place where you're hiring, and then people just aren't loving it, and then they end up, you know, leaving, and then you got to hire some more, the re- retention, Employee retention, just like customer retention, right? Customer retention is important for your business. Employee retention helps you to save costs, okay? And so, and also it just helps to develop a better culture as well for your business. Number three, so I thought number one, build a reliable team. Number two, shift your mindset and your thoughts to outsource and delegate. I want outsource and delegate. I can delegate this, woo, right? So outsource and delegate. And then number three, be the leader that you want to see. Be the leader that you want to see. And I wrote a post about this a couple of weeks ago, but essentially it's maybe you work for someone else in your past life. And, but that's a, maybe you haven't, right? You've at least definitely heard of other people talk about those bad bosses, right? That they despise those people who make them not want to come to work on Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesdays, or Thursday, or Friday, right? Or the companies that they're just like, oh my God, uh, uh, right? Don't be that person. Don't be that company. And the thing is that the beautiful thing is that the clients that I have are, you know, great leaders in terms of they have the potential to be great leaders. And I know that they've already exhibited that in other ways with their team, right? Or they will at some point in time. Like I have other clients who like don't even have a team. They're solopreneurs, right? And so, you know, from solo to CEO. Um, but essentially it's, you want to ensure that you are the leader that you want to see, right? And the sort of a, a pillar of that <laughs> is the way that I live my life are essentially, even when I was younger, it's like treat others the way you wish to be treated, right? Treat others the way you wish to be treated. That goes in personal life. That also applies to business. That also applies to leadership, especially, right? Treat others the way you wish to be treated. If you don't like it when, you know, or if you didn't like it when your boss was always, you know, hitting you up every minute asking for stuff, then don't do that for your employees, <laughs> right? And so don't be that boss. So really think about being the leader that you want to see, right? Build a company culture that you want to have and know that it can happen. When you are intentional about it and when you are clear about it, it can happen. That's what anything in life, right? When you're intentional about your soulmate, about your romantic partner, who you want, voila, it happened, right? And so ensuring that you are developing and instilling those leadership qualities and there's a whole bunch of stuff we can do on that um but really the core of that is treat others the way you wish to be treated that's it if you live by that you're good to go right treat others the way you wish to be treated but remember my model right so we have one build a liable team two shift your thoughts to outsource delegation and then three be the leader that you want to see right and but remember my model remember the title of the show is entrepreneurship is a marathon right and my motto is keep it simple then keep it moving this is a delicate time if you're in the space of your business where you are able to grow and scale to the point where you are able to, you know, bring other people in and, you know, move towards spending less time working in the business and just be more of that visionary thinker, right? This is a delicate time. You are at any, any time where you're switching phases in business, it's a delicate time. You're entering a new phase of business, right? It's called the scaling phase. And your mind, your body, and your spirit are not going to be used to this phase, right? And so I really will advise you to don't do all this at once, right? Don't do all this at once. Have a structure plan and a timeline to fit all this into everything else that you're already doing for your business, right? Don't stop marketing. Don't stop launching. Don't stop, you know, um, you know, posting stuff, whatever. Just ensure that you're keeping the current operations going and you're navigating the strategy and plan and timeline appropriately of what you're doing. Like when you're thinking about building the team and having the right culture and all that jazz and ease into the process, right? Because you don't want to be in a space where now you're even more overwhelmed trying to scale 
Because then your mind is going to go, you know what? This is too, this is too much. I'm just not even about to scale it. Then you go back to where you were, right? And then continue being overwhelmed. Or you just quit the business, right? Quit on the business and the dream that you've had and that you've worked on and the stuff and the thing that you've built, right? And so really ease into the process so you can keep it going or get an accountability partner to help you keep it going as well too so that you do not self-sabotage <laughs> what it is that you are entering, this new phase of scaling, right? And so, and first of all, congratulations. If you're in that phase, it's a beautiful stage and a phase to be in. And just congrats. <laughs> not many people make it to that phase, right? You are one of many, a few entrepreneurs who make it to that phase of business where you can scale, right? Some people are ready to scale at three years. Some people it's 15 years. You know, some people they were ready 10 years ago, but they didn't know that. But now they're watching the video and they're like, yes, I can scale now. Right. And so, but whatever it may be, wherever you may be in your business, right. If you're entering that delicate, but special phase of scaling, make sure you do it intentionally and strategically and you have a right plan to make it happen. If you're looking to scale your business and you are ready to stop spinning your wheels, trying to self-figure out what's wrong or how to make it happen, then feel free to schedule time with me at power.vzami.com. That's power.vzami.com. Let's connect and let's ensure that you're moving forward the best way you can to work towards that time and financial freedom. So I have some time on my calendar. Um, this, this, I think I have this week, um, this week, but definitely it's actually for November. So power.vzami.com. Let's get the time. Let's figure out what's happening in your business. It's 15 to 20 minutes um, where we just connect and see what's going on and see what makes sense and whether... If I'm not the right person to help you, I will definitely send you towards the right person. I love sharing and helping other people as well, too. But the whole point of it is to make sure that you are continuing to move forward without the overwhelm, right? So if you're on the verge of quitting your business, if you found yourself thinking to put your business on pause, you're like, I need to focus back on something else. It's not the business. If you find yourself, maybe you're like looking to add another business and another client where she's looking to add a second business. So she has one business and she's looking to grow another business, right? And she's gotten the first business to a place where it is operating. And, you know, without her having to be like in it specifically. And so now she's working on the second business, right? And so that's, she's able to do that because without having other business fail, because she has it in a place where it is operating appropriately, right? And so don't just immediately go to a second business or a third business without ensuring that the other businesses that you actually still love and adore are still operating without you there and can operate without you there, right? Or you sell it off. Um, chances are the way to sell it off pretty much. Someone's going to want to buy something that's operating without you there. So anyway, got to make sure that the business can still function appropriately with other people besides you. Um, and so, yeah, so schedule a complimentary underwhelming overwhelmed business session here. Um, the link below, power.pseven.com. And what I'll do is I'll add it to this LinkedIn and other such things as well. There we go. Um, for your pleasure. So power.pseven.com. Let's connect. Let's figure out what's happening with you and your business. And let's ensure that you are getting the clear path that you need to really move forward and get unstuck and clarify all the things that need to be clarified. And remember, thank you for those who joined in live. Chat with you again next Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Entrepreneurship is a marathon. Chat soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Entrepreneurship is a Marathon. Make sure you subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd greatly appreciate a rating. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about this episode, we'd appreciate that too. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday morning during your commute from the kitchen to your laptop for new episodes. It's your time to revive, grow, and scale.